0: Hello and welcome to Mad Hatter's Tea Party. This is me, Wa'el Hattar, and with me, Amanda Abkhaleel. And we'll be talking to her about her recent show uh, at the gallery, Isabel Vanden Eden. And it's called White Cube Literally. Hello, Amanda.
1: Hi, Wa'el. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us. And uh, to start off... I have to say that this is one of the better curated shows here in Dubai at a gallery, and I've seen a few. Um, And also, apart from the work done, it's it's the space, the lighting, and even the booklets all come together rather perfectly. So so if anyone listening hasn't had a chance to see it yet, you can still catch it until the 3rd of March at Isabel van den Eden Gallery here in uh, Serkala Avenue in Dubai. Thank you so much, well
1: for all (laughs) these compliments. It's overwhelming, actually.
0: No, actually, thank you for for um, giving us a, a a rather interesting selection because over the years, Dubai's shows have been improving, have been developing, but rarely do we have proper curated shows uh, in comparison to a group show where we just kind of put a couple of people together. And, and this one is also; it's the theme is specific but quite large as well. You take the from what I know and what I've what I've understood is that we're we're looking at the white cube both in sense of uh, commentary on space and the idea of art and situation, but then also at the, at the aspect and the clarity of, of the minimalism without the, uh, within the whole idea. So, how about we start with this? If you can explain to our audiences, first of all, how you and the gallery work together, and what came first—the idea, the theme, or or the collaboration?
1: Um, well first started with an invitation uh, to collaborate with the gallery on curating a collective exhibition. Uh, I have to I have to say that this is this was my third exhibition at um, in Dubai and specifically in Al Serkal Avenue. Mm-hmm. And somehow with this invitation, I mean, the, the, my previous show was with um, the previous show I had curated there was in September, so not long uh, not long time ago. So I also wanted to um, uh, to bring in something very different but also something critical about uh, 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 curatorial practice about um, uh, spaces uh, like exhibition spaces uh, in contemporary art so first came the collaboration and then I, I took some time to think about about what I wanted I mean if, of course I, I mean I knew that I had a show and 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 uh, and somehow I wanted to contribute to 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 the scene in Dubai with um, with with something that brings up a discourse about how do we work in gallery spaces? What is the gallery space? Uh, just to just to just to step a little bit out and, and, and be critical of, not be critical, but have the tools to understand and see uh, the relation between where art is made, where art is exhibited, uh, what is the influence of the white cube space on the works, on the artist practice, and uh, this idea. I mean, the the, the white cube uh, exhibition is an idea that started very long time ago, and I have been collecting. I mean, collecting really like assembling um, uh, artwork and uh, since almost three years so I really had a very 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 long list of works touching on the formal aspect of the YQ because this is part of a very, like a larger uh, project an exhibition I want to do mm-hmm. drawing on the correspondences um, on a formal uh, on a formal level between artists from the region, uh, Western movement and artists from other regions. So the white cube is, if you want, one chapter of this larger, larger project. So I had a list of almost, you know, hundred hundred works touching on the formal, uh, on, on the cube as a as mm-hmm. a form. And uh, when we started working with Isabel, the first thing she said, "But you know, Amanda, I'm really, I'm really happy that 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 uh, and open to the fact that you were going to curate something critical in my gallery because I have started already curating shows. I mean, not curating, but like uh, uh, hosting Presenting, shows yes. that that, that tackle this idea of what is a gallery space." She had invited artists uh, in the past to invest the gallery, to do site-specific commissions, so really questioning the relation between where the work is uh, shown and and, and where it's made. Uh, She once um, put together an exhibition where the gallery was the living space of the artist, uh, the working space of the artist, transforming the gallery into a studio. So I saw that there was an interesting, uh, something interesting in, in working with her specifically, uh, knowing that she she was interested in going beyond like a formal exhibition about you know like just mm-hmm. showing works, but also tackling the idea of the space. And uh, on the other level, yeah. uh, Isabel Vandenant is probably is, is probably like the, the 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 perfect white cube in Alcalá Avenue, like uh, on a on a architectural level it's it's a, just a perfect white cube so i thought that it was funny relating to my to my idea of of bringing in a very heavy <laughs> and dense um and dense subject related yes. to the ideology of the gallery space with something that can sound like an anecdote of assembling artworks that looked formally the same
0: okay and then so from what i understand is that the uh your your larger um, or, or your overarching studies and research over the the themes of art and situation, you spoke you you chose White Cube specifically because of everything that came together. Y- yet you mentioned in in this interview as well as in your write up Dubai a few times. So do you, would you think that this White Cube concept as is um, fits better here, or would it have would it have would it have worked as easily in Beirut or somewhere else where you would been curating?
1: Yeah. I mean, we don't have such a space like Al-Sirkal in Beirut. We don't have this hub of wide cube spaces. Mm. Uh, so, of course, it was much more interesting. I mean, the idea really came up when, when I was, okay, this is the third show I will curate in, <laughs> in, in, in Al-Sirkal, in a gallery. What do I do with it? Shall I just, you know, um, bring in uh, an exhibition about a theme I'm working on, a research or really, like think think of how I can um, respond to an invitation by taking one step further and saying okay this is not only a show but this is also putting uh, uh, to the eyes of the public a whole like you know material and a whole discourse so that people can look at the gallery space in another way or just you know open up their horizon about what what, what does it mean in contemporary art, uh, the history, uh, the connections between the art market, economy, uh, uh, the, the the position of the viewer, you know, all these things that, that are actually brought up for a very, like, in, in, in very close circle, uh, when you're a curator, you study all these things, mm-hmm. you read Brian Odoherty, so... You know, it, it, it's very restricted to, I would say, an academic and a professional uh, sphere. And I think that it's it, it would be interest. I, I mean, I thought it would be interesting to 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 give access uh, to a wider public. You know, to give them access yes. uh, uh, to what the white cube meant and, and 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 how it influenced works and and practices of contemporary artists.
0: That's very interesting. Just because um, a lot of people see curators as sometimes even glorified editors but a good curator with a good idea is more of an executive producer really creating things together and bringing on their own uh, touch of art so uh, again yeah. thank you for 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 really pushing pushing our envelope and not taking uh, the audiences here as simpletons and and really being able to create site-specific curatorial uh, installation if you want and yeah. enabling us to go into that selection so now, now we're on the topic of, I guess, curatorial discourse. Can you, um, not necessarily about this show, but shows in general, then we can get into the details of here. Can you give us a little bit of explanation of how you, as an independent curator, are able to collect uh, or are able to, to connect with these different artists and different galleries? And what do you think um, that, you've, that you've developed or learned over these past few years?
1: Okay, so as an independent curator, I question my curatorial criteria all the time. Um, in, in Beirut, I have launched this, this platform called Temporary Art Platform, mm-hmm. where I really like, try to um, uh, produce projects, commissions, that are somehow acting on the margin of the art world as a structure. So I'm, 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 I really, I really try my best to encourage artists to connect, I mean to, to have a context responsive type of practice and, and, and leave an impact. On the space, be it you know a newspaper, be it a public space, they work it. On another level, the idea of curator, author, and cu- curator mediator is something I, I that that is very important for me. Uh, with every invitation, every project I'm doing, I, I try to set the limit of how far can you go in in, in, in your curatorial gesture, signing a show, as uh, putting together you know a concept that is that is very similar to the to an artist practice. As well, you know, like to come up with a concept and then and then uh, develop that concept through scenography, through the material you're giving to your audience. But at the same time, I have uh, I have a lot of problem with 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 curatorial practice that is specifically oriented towards authorship and not uh, mediating enough on contemporary art and. And, and, and practices of artists. So when when it comes to selecting mm-hmm. the artists and collaborating with galleries, I I, I always try to um, uh, I mean as much as possible, as much as the pr- production budget allows it. I am always interested in commissioning new works. I mean this is really a very very interesting uh, part of my of my work. And com- accompanying artists in developing an idea, uh, 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 taking part in the the process of, of of thinking. And this is where I feel that this conversation between me and an artist this is where we we both benefit somehow in in, in thinking of a team of course it's also very interesting to to pick, you know, works that you have seen uh, uh, from artists you, you know. But with this show, particularly with the White uh, Cube, the methodology was slightly different because it was almost like an exhaustive list at the beginning, and and it had to be reduced uh, due to lo- logistics and, and, and production, I would say, um, factors and obstacles. Um, so I ha- I didn't really proceed in uh, the same way I usually do, in the sense that... It didn't really matter if if um, uh, like the practice or the like, I would say the content of the work uh, was fitting. You know, like a, a collective setup or a collective exhibition. I was really just taking the first, the first, the first gesture was to was to find the form, and then from the form. Try to provoke a conversation, and this was very, very interesting. It's the first time I operate like this, and uh, and I, I mean, I, I mentioned it some somewhere in the press release that there are so many themes and so many common um, ideas that came up after I have uh, selected the works that were just touching on a, on, on the formal aspect
0: of the YQ. Hmm. Okay, no, that's 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 quite in, quite intense and, and intensive when, when you when you look at it this way. So, as you mentioned, some some of the work had to kind of be developed and re, reassessed after we started working. The selection that you have of the artists, uh, not all of them are uh, from from IVDE's selection of of, uh, of, of, of artists to, to to work with. How did you or who did you first kind of try to, or was it easier to convince the artists? or the gallery itself or were they all up for trying something new
1: um we had uh, i mean we- the budget was, was, was quite uh, interesting for, mm-hmm. for a gallery exhibition, but we also have so, I mean, we, we could not bring in, you know, like, I wanted to bring in a work of La Ribelle, of Sol Le Witt, work with loans uh, uh, together, I mean, in collaboration with museums. I mean, of course, that level of, 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 of production uh, requires, you know, like a much bigger set of, of, of uh, I would say actors yes. and, and, and collaborators. So, I also had to be very realistic even if I had a very very long list of artists at the beginning I had to convince Isabel, but also the the other galleries. We, we collaborated with almost twenty other galleries mm-hmm. representing artists. So um, it was it was a challenge. But you know, some of them I knew, or some of them I had worked with before. Uh, I also commissioned artists. I mean, the artists who were commissioned are, are usually. I mean, I have I have worked with them before, so they were used to working with me. They were interested in the in the in the subject. And Isabelle's artists were also extremely interested mm. uh, because it was rare for them that the gallery brings in a curator yeah. to challenge them with a concept and an idea. I mean, when I when I visited Hassan Sharif uh, with Isabelle for the, for, the, for the first time, <laughs> she said, you know, I'm not sure he will be reactive. You know, we have to see. Uh, uh, let's give him the space and time to think. And then when we met, he was actually extremely interested in having, you know, like a, a theme and thinking around it and, yes. and working on the community. Mission. And then, you know, five days, la- five, five days later, he had an idea in mind, and, and, and Isabel was 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 the mediator between us, and it was really interesting to see that such a, such a simple idea and such a simple uh, concept actually inspired so many. Uh, so many different things, and uh, I, we had very, very few resistance uh, from artists or other galleries we worked with. I mean every uh, request we formulated w- was positive, so that was also very nice mm.
0: no and and, and it 's always good to, to be able to see a, a quite, quite a range of, of different uh, artists and, and artist type of thinking as well as levels of artistry from the ones you 've had. Some of them are quite. Uh, up and coming and and young while some of them are are really established. Was any of the artists that you brought in uh, new to you or you've only really known their work uh, once you started working on this?
1: There were many new to me, um, especially the artists from Latin America that mm-hmm. I, I mean that I got to know through their galleries through like, going, going through their work, yes. uh, like Eduardo Abaroa or uh, Jose Bento, uh, whom I discovered three years ago, and uh, I mean I saw his work in Art Basel and I really fell in love but i didn't, i didn 't know much about about him so this 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 show was triggered also. Uh, further research on an uh, artist I have heard of, uh, seen their work sometimes, but like not. I mean, I, I wasn't very familiar with with their practice, so it was also an occasion for me to dig further in some of their work. So I would say, yeah, the Latin American artists were the ones I I, uh, I didn't know very well.
0: Actually, in most of my recent conversations, whenever uh, new art or interesting art comes up, it's always been Latin America. They really have been. Uh, excelling in, in the in the in the aspect of representing their own person situation but making it seem kind of global and easily uh, transferable to everybody else rather than uh, i guess at least from what I, when I pretend is that the the Asian work middle eastern Asian work is yeah. is still quite limited to its own dilemma rather than really try to, to show it but now i 'm <laughs> digressing um, going back to uh, the the work that you have the the other aspect I mentioned earlier is the positioning and the lighting and the, 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 the site-specific work you've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it wasn't easy. Do you want to shed some light yeah. on the lighting and everything else?
1: Well, um, we had too many works so, mm-hmm. um, and so many cubes. Like like three three dimensional cubes. the, the first uh, point was to avoid as much as possible the repetition of plints. Okay. So I didn't want to have a sockle for every 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 uh, three dimensional cube. So I came up with this idea of um, uh, making a, like a, a table with different heights. Uh, depending on uh, the requirements let's say for each sculpture uh, to be viewed from the top or you know at a, at a high at a high uh, point or, or low one so the first thing was what well, the first point was practical how to fit in all these works in such a such a small space uh, by avoiding the repetition of of plinth and the, the second idea was really um, a desire to to create a kind of bazaar okay in the gallery a kind of zoo, if you want yeah uh, but at the same time it's not too chaotic you know it's between uh, it's, it's between a uh, um, um, a bazaar of white cube and a very well thought uh, set up um, almost like 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 a, like a museum exhibition with very you know like we we worked a lot on the labels on lighting the labels uh, making sure that it, they contain all this information we also i mean the, the work the, the work on the lighting was very very important we brought in mm. uh, uh, someone in the gallery who was who was who was a professional of, of museum lighting so it's some Somehow, in between, I wanted to challenge um, this idea that, that Brian O'Doherty refers to as the gallery space being this white cube, um, white cube space where artworks are are displayed in a minimal way, with like in a pristine environment yes. with artificial light. So I wanted to work on that. This is why I also commissioned uh, Mental Clinics. Um, Light piece. Uh, work yeah. that was yeah it was also like a lighting proposition that fits so well the concept um, so yeah there's something between you know like a, a chaotic uh, uh, display and uh, and the museum aesthetic
0: no again uh, as we've explained to the to the listeners earlier this is a site specific curatorial uh, installation so just in itself is, 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 is interesting to, to view and even taking it further your uh, the booklet that you've had the placement of it is quite professional I mean I'm not saying that it shouldn't but the, all the effort put into this show um, is, is is quite different than, than the rest and I know I mean I know you didn't have time and I know a little bit that there was a bit of madness going on getting this book, booklet done can you can yeah. you tell us of I don't know how, how you managed to get the photography in time the situation the writing I mean how much? How much? How many hours did you create out of nothing?
1: Mm. <laughs> I mean, it, it was very, very important for me to mediate all these works uh, because the formal, um, the formal dimension of the show is, is quite important and is part is part of the statement. So I wanted people to enter the gallery, say, see that this is, you know, a, a, a huge display of different white cubes, but I also wanted to give all the tools. Uh, for them mm. to go further, so this booklet or yeah I mean something that Isabel produces for every show, and we thought around you know um, how, like how, how to adapt this existing um, format to um, to contain all this information. Like around thirty artists, thirty different practices, mm-hmm. uh, more than thirty works. So it was, it was, it was a huge challenge, and uh, we also wanted to have an exhibition shot. Uh, and so yeah. We sent we sent the photo the same day. It was, it was quite <laughs> it was quite epic. We worked very very long hours. Uh, the, yeah, the assistants at the gallery I think they went mad during that time. We were really challenging. We would we would call the the, the printer the the printing guy and say like give us one more hour just half an hour you know? <laughs> five more minutes and I would read it again and find mistakes and, and 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 then like no we have to you know send them another version. It was it was quite funny but. Um, uh, it's nice how in Dubai you can you can really go around these things. In, in Lebanon, it would have been impossible, just impossible, to print the catalog and have an exhibition shot inside the same day.
0: I guess yeah. when there's a will, there's a way. Um, so these yeah. these catalogs are still uh, at uh, the Gallery IVDE. So if if for some some reason or not you weren't able to see the show, you can still catch the information and the visuals of the show uh, with this gallery. And I and I think. Uh, I don't know if they're sold or displaced but you can definitely find them Um, Amanda anything you want to tell us before we say goodbye
1: Uh, yes I just want to add that there is a documentation space inside the gallery and that part of the the exhibition was very important for me like beyond the like the first room where, mm-hmm. where the artworks are displayed. There's a, there's a small space behind where there's a TV, all the research material that is made available for everyone. So if, if, you're, if you're visiting the show, make sure to to have some time to sit there and, and, and browse, uh, yeah, browse in the text and-, and That uh, is the information
0: and, from uh, the Brian yeah. O'Doherty work, correct? Absolutely. Yes. All right. So uh, with that, we we end our uh, our talk. Thank you very much for for having a chance to, to talk to us. Even though we're skyping, so hopefully the the system wouldn't be as as chaotic as it sounds in my headphones. And goodbye.
1: Thank you
0: and goodbye. Bye bye.